Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Stephen MacGyver is the SCNZ host. Steve, Daniel Garb here with you from SCN 1170, SCN 693 in Sydney and Brisbane doing the afternoon show. Hello, mate. Got enough, got enough numbers. Got enough numbers there to chew out. <laughs> just making sure that everyone's represented. <laughs> yes, well, it's Stephen, Daniel, so let's just start there. It's Stephen. I know you Australians like to take the piss, but it's Stephen, all right? <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. Good to be with you, mate. Yeah, happy New Year, my friend. Uh, Steve Smith finally got what he wanted, eh? Well, he did, and it's going to be a big watch when the series with the Windies starts on Wednesday at the Adelaide Oval. And... Uh, Look, he didn't start well as an opener in the Big Bash out for a Golden Duck, so that puts <laughs> yes, an extra little bit of pressure on him when he takes on the Windies. I like the move, to be honest. I think uh, Cameron Green had to come back into the team. Steve Smith has mm. been in a bit of a rut, let's be honest. Uh, he's got some starts, but he hasn't gone on with it in recent times. And it looks like at this stage of his life, 35 years of age, he needs a bit of a refresher. So he's moving up to open the batting. I don't mind it. I'm keen to know what the Kiwis think of it, though, because we've got a big test series coming up in New Zealand in uh, oh, oh, at the end of February, think, oh, early March. Daniel, I don't think we care too much. We'll just take <laughs> it on, on the chin and see what happens. Uh, because I was talking to John Bracewell. In fact, I'm talking to John Bracewell, former coach uh, and player afterwards. And uh, he suggests the one important word to remember when it comes to the amount of cricket that's being played is balance. Right? So he, he feels that the Black Caps are a well-balanced organisation and are, and are picking the right players for the right format. So he, I, I wouldn't suggest we're, we're worried about that at all. I was going to ask you, which I thought was really quite fascinating, and you mentioned Steve Smith's age, was how he was hungry, hungry to, to open that because he likes to see the ball earlier on. Yeah, well, he said that, I mean, anyone who knows Steve Smith and has followed his career knows that he is just so intense about his cricket, so intense about his batting. And he said that he, he watches every single ball when he's waiting to go in. And then he watches it on the replay on the TV. So he said, if there's 300 balls that have been bowled before he's come into bat, he's watched 600. And he says he's mentally drained by the time he gets out in the middle. Now, maybe when he was 29, 30, it was easier for him to deal with. As he's getting into, uh, you know, the middle of his 30s now, perhaps it's becoming a little bit tiring for him. And he just wants to get out there and open the batting. Now, this wouldn't have happened, though, Stephen if there yeah. wasn't a player called Cameron Green that they're desperate to get in the team. It would be a yeah. different story. But because there is, and Steve Smith said himself, Cameron Green's too big of a talent. I think he'll be one of the great all-rounders in Australian cricket history. 
too big of a talent to be sitting on the sidelines, well, then someone has to go up and open because you can't do that to Cam Green. That's yeah. not fair on him. Well, I'm happy to be that man. Four, isn't he? And he's happier at four, Green, isn't he? Yeah, he's well, at four. averages over 60 in the Sheffield Shield in that position. Uh, so, so, But the, the other question that must be sitting on every uh, cricket fan in Australia is uh, Bancroft and Harris. What's What's gone on there? Is there bad blood or are they just not ready? I mean, they're, they're, they're openers. They're dedicated openers. I don't think there's any bad blood. It's been discussed at length. I mean, Harris perhaps isn't quite at it in terms of uh, being a better option than Cam Green. Bancroft had a more compelling case based on his two years in the Shield. I simply think Cameron Green's just a bigger talent and he's younger. The team is starting to age a touch. Labuschagne is the only one in the Test 11 at the moment under the age of 30. Cameron Green is only 24. Bancroft is already in his 30s. So they wanted to get the youngster in and a super talent. So it's very harsh on Bancroft and Harris for that matter. Hugely rough on them. Sometimes that's just the way it goes. And if it wasn't for Cameron Green having so much potential, well, then there would it would be a different story and Bancroft would probably be in or Harris and Steve Smith would stay at four. But uh, that's the way it goes with test selection. Speaking about test cricket, I, mm-hmm. I want to know, Stephen, what the reaction is over there in New Zealand for our listeners to Ghana in regards to the upcoming test series with South Africa when you consider South Africa sending a weakened side because they are prioritising their local T20 competition. What are the Kiwi cricket fans saying about that move from uh, the South Africans? You know, I don't think they're... I think you'll, you'll get that small percentage who are upset and saying it's, it's disrespecting Test cricket, which, frankly, I think it is. Mm. But I think everybody's... Again, I come back to this idea that, you know, just bring it on, we'll, we'll figure it out and, and see what happens because it is still South Africa. Okay, seven uncapped players in a squad of 14. Yeah, but you know you know, South Africa produces fine talent in cricket. And so I think you'll just go, yep, let's see what happens. And who's to say... Who's to say that they they don't uh, surprise when they come here, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, Shukri Conrad, their their coach, is a, he actually said it's a sad state of affairs, which is where I come back to you. I'm, I'm, I know we're playing a bit of uh, paddle, paddle tennis or just tennis in in response to these questions here, but uh, I, I really don't know. Australia is a power; they are a superpower of cricket, mm. right? But do you get the impression that if, if the BCCI are running are running cricket, and so regardless of what anybody says? Things will change without any uh, uproar. You know, like, uh, again, like what we're talking about right now, an understrength test squad. Is test cricket losing its varnish, its gloss outside of Australia? Of course it is. Undoubtedly so. Uh, in Australia, it's still king. When Australia plays India, Australia plays England in a test match, there is nothing bigger. I mean, it's Three just... Three nations, that's it? it that, that's the sad part of it. So that, well, I guess that leads to my question to you. What's the status in that sense in New Zealand? How intent are Kiwis on preserving Test cricket as number one? Or is oh, it starting to change there as well? I, th- I think it is, and I think it's a generational thing too. Mm. And I know I, and I, my, my comparison is rugby. Like, you know, just under 27,000 registered rugby players left the game last year. They left the game that's supposed to be considered the national game. But generationally... Mums and dads aren't actually watching their, wanting their kids to play sports that, A, like for cricket, takes hours. They love it in their junior years, but there's nothing seemingly the, the systems aren't in place to keep them going. And it's such a, and, and cricket, in essence, is quite a small sport globally, right? Mm. Same with rugby. They'll argue that it's not, but it is. The, the explosion of the likes of basketball and football now, even more so, mm. is, is killing off uh, 
shall we say, traditional sports. Yeah. And people are, cannot turn a blind eye to it. Because I remember David Warner in his, his, his thank you for coming speech, uh, he said test cricket is still the one for him. And I wonder how much effect that has on younger cricket players and younger kids, full stop. For sure. Maybe in Australia we can handle a little bit better with a, a bigger population. Yes. I understand it's a bit of a challenge for uh, those in New Zealand. Just quickly to finish, because we've only got a bit, about a minute left, Stephen. The Ronald Volkman fiasco. He was set to move to St. George Illawarra. They discovered the shoulder injury. Yeah. Now he's without a club. What's going on there? I... I had this discussion. I'm going to have it further with my producer, Sam Hewitt, who calls for all the Warrior games here. I think all parties are culpable. Okay. I think, and I don't know enough, but if you look between the lines, uh, all parties, including the agent, are culpable in this one. And I think the NRA needs to step in and make, make, make a call. Yeah, you feel sorry for the youngster, though, who's without an NRL club now. He did want that move, yeah. but um, the injury tough, has man. scuppered the plan at St. George Illawarra, and now uh, he needs to rebuild his career somewhere. Stephen MacGyver from SENNZ, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Daniel. Happy New Year, mate. And you.